You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Hell State Nation? This is Locked On Mississippi State, a daily look into the world of Mississippi State Bulldog Athletics. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Maroon Friday, which means that, uh, let me check my calendar here, it is uh, one day away from game day. Yeah, football, tomorrow. Mississippi State goes to LSU, 25% capacity, nobody tailgating, brand new offense, KJ Costello, Mike Leach, going against the guys that we really don't know a whole lot about. I'm pretty pumped. I hope you're pretty pumped too. You know who else is pretty pumped? My friend Bart Heitch. He's going to be joining us in just a little bit on this Maroon Friday show to help preview the Mississippi State-LSU game in this last little day that we have before kickoff of the 2020 season. Very weird, but, you know, we're going to make it work. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, they are 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. One of the healthiest protein bars out there, even though they taste like a candy bar. They've got 18 amazing flavors, both nut and non-nut flavors. Perfect for the health-conscious person, and they are great for the keto diet. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. Uh, As we mentioned, Bart Heitch is on the line. He will be joining us in just a few moments. But before that, just wanted to go over the starting lineups for Mississippi State for tomorrow's game. We'll first start with the quarterback position. Uh, KJ Costello going to be the guy doing it, a 6'5", 225-pound transfer from Stanford. He will be starting at quarterback tomorrow or Will Rogers, but we know it's going to be KJ Costello. Your running back is going to be number 8, Kylan Hill, number 21, Jaquavius Marks. Uh, your receivers, your Y receiver, your Y receiver is going to be number eighty-five, Austin Williams. Jalen Wadley is going to be getting some time at the position as well. Your Z receiver, Tyrell Shavers and Osiris Mitchell. Your X receiver, Malik Heath and Cameron Gardner. Your H receiver, Javante Payton and Jaquavius Spivey. Garrett Schrader is also listed in that uh, spot at wide receiver as well. Maybe we'll see him against LSU. I don't know. Your offensive line, starting with left tackle, number 67, Charles Cross. Left guard, number 55, Greg Island. Center, number 57, Cole Smith. Right guard, number 56, Doran Parker. And right tackle, number 69, Quintravius Johnson. Looking on the defensive side of the ball, starting on the line, number 52, Kobe Jones. And uh, your tackles are going to be Jaden Crumdy and Marquise Spencer. They're going to be your tackles today. Uh, your linebackers for tomorrow, Tyrus Weed, Errol Thompson, and Aaron Brule. Jet Johnson also getting a mention in there as well. Your cornerback is number one, Martin Emerson. Your safeties are going to be Fred Peters and Marcus Murphy. Strong safety, London Craft, and your two corners, uh, as we mentioned, Martin Emerson and Esaias Furge. Uh, specialist today, uh, place kicker, Brandon Ruiz, kickoff guy, Brandon Ruiz, Hunter, Tucker Day, Long Snapper, Paul Blackwell. Your holder is going to be Reed Bowman. Kickoff returners are going to be Javante Payton, Jaquavius Marks, and your punt returners, Austin Williams and Lee Witherspoon. That's your starting lineups for tomorrow's game at LSU. 
For the rest of the Mississippi State preview, we'll have Bart Heitch coming on in just a few moments to talk about that. So stay tuned to Locked On Mississippi State. This is the Maroon Friday Show. Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. It's Friday. I was excited to roll out of bed today, and the one thing that I forgot to do, I forgot to eat breakfast. So I get to the office. It's uh, day is already starting. I'm already starting to get busy. I feel that rumble in my stomach. So you know what I did? I pulled out a built bar that I always have in my desk drawer. Pulled out one of those very delicious coconut almond ones today. Let me tell you, coconut almond, definitely the way to go. Uh, 18 grams of protein, 100 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. That's not the only flavor they have, though. If you're a big cookies and cream guy, you love some Oreos? Yeah, cookies and cream is definitely the way to go. Uh, They also have peanut butter, banana bread, coconut, peanut butter brownie. They also have new flavors, including lemon almond cheesecake and apple almond crisp. 18 amazing flavors in total. They have nut and non-nut flavors. They do a pretty good job on the packaging of letting you know that. Uh, For those that need to know that information, uh, they're 100% covered in chocolate, soft and easy to chew, tastes like a candy bar, but they are low calorie, they are low sugar, they have high protein, and they have high fiber. Perfect for those on the keto diet, perfect for those who are health conscious. You can help lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON. And you will get $10 off your next order. Again, use the promo code Locked On for $10 off your next purchase at BuiltBar.com. This is the Maroon Friday show of Locked On Mississippi State, the first ever Maroon Friday show in our brief existence, but it is LSU week. Tomorrow we'll have football. Seems like it's been a while since we've had uh, Mississippi State football and football in the SEC, but my God, we are uh, we're ready to have it done. And joining us to uh, put the finishing touches on this week is Bart Heitch. We welcomed him in on the show on Wednesday. He's now back with us today on Friday, and uh, we look forward to talking with him throughout the football season and even more during basketball season as uh, we try to give you the most wall-to-wall coverage of Mississippi State athletics that we can in the podcast game. Uh, but Bart, um, it's finally, well, tomorrow's game day. Are you excited about it? Yes, I'm extremely excited that SEC football is here, y'all. Extremely excited. And I'm really excited we're going to win. Yes, I believe we're going to win, too. We're going to talk about why we're going to win here in today's show. And uh, I'll go ahead and bring up this point, too. You bring up we're going to win it was something you alluded to back on a Wednesday show, but I know you played basketball at Mississippi State, and it doesn't matter if you're playing them in football, basketball, baseball. I'm sure if there's an LSU competitive chess team out there, their fans are just as rowdy as they are on a Saturday night in Death Valley. But you're gonna play Mississippi, or you're gonna play LSU at 2:30, which helps already on the road at Death Valley. No tailgating, no time for them to really get loose enough, and there's only going to be 25% of Death Valley's Tiger Stadium's capacity in there. So you playing basketball, do you feel like you would have had a much easier time or a much better time playing in Baton Rouge, not having to deal with as many fans? And do you think that will translate well to Saturday when the Bulldogs take on LSU at Tiger Stadium with only 25% capacity? Well... 
considering that I had my career high down there. Hey. And thank you for letting me bring it up. Oh, um, anytime. But anytime. I'm always, hey, I've always like I've always liked the LSU's, man. I ain't never had a problem with the LSU's. I've lived I've lived down there a couple times, man, and they always been nice to me. They're always coming down to Orange Beach where I live now. Um, but there ain't no question that the less purple and yellow you got in them stands yelling and screaming, absolutely it's an advantage for us. No question about it. I mean, I don't know if it's an advantage, but I mean, it's, I mean, for us, but it's definitely a disadvantage to what it could be if them people was there. I don't yes. know if that makes sense, but right? I mean, it, I've been down there. I used to go down there. First time I ever went down there, I didn't miss one home or away Auburn football game until I was in the eighth grade, until I started playing. That's a fact. We went down there like three or four times. We took trains down there. Um, I remember Byron Franklin dropped a pass when I was an Auburn fan to win the game in Tiger Stadium, had it won. I remember the Tommy Hodson, Eddie, Eddie Fuller pass the day that uh, Ole Miss had beaten Alabama. I was at that game being an Auburn fan. I was obviously there when when, when that one, but like I, I've had some bad losses in Baton Rouge, Taylor, as I know you have, and a lot of Mississippi State fans have. I mean, they, they've been some times down there at 11 o'clock in the morning, you know, we talked about last week, them games to where you'd been at, you'd been in New Orleans and at 11 o'clock it was already 97 degrees and you wore a maroon shirt. Yeah, that's and you're down And you're down and you're down 28 nothing in the first quarter? That ain't it. No. That is not it. So, so the one thing we know is that we're not going to be down 28 nothing with all them people there at 11 o'clock in the morning. We do know that. Yes. We do know that. Is that fair to say? So if that's not the case, you know, let's, let's, let's ease on to 230. You know, then we're pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I just – I think we got a good quarterback, man. And I know we got a good running back. So we'll see. And you brought up, uh, you had your career high at LSU. Do you think Kylan Hill, KJ Costello, Osiris Mitchell, do you think either one of those have their career highs at LSU this week? Fair question. Um, I looked earlier. um, all right, so I'm going to transition into, okay, if someone had their career high as a Mississippi State player, what would it be? How many predictions can I give you? Can I give you an offense and defense? Do it. Emerson will have the most interceptions he's had in the game. He'll have two. He'll have um, two. Okay. Bold prediction. He, he's, my, he's the dude. He's the guy. Um I don't think they'll throw at him a lot because he's going to be a little bit experienced, but it's a different setting when you get out there and it's just kind of like practice and you don't really know what's kind of going on. Um, I, I think I, I really believe that um, Costello's the real deal. So, um, but I would say it's going to be Colin. Their defense is unproven. Our offensive line is good. You know, we're all thinking Leach. We're all thinking, but I, I told a couple of my folks all week a couple LSU friends of mine that like hey man I think we might be able to run the ball so you know Colin could bust off you know a couple of bills here that because you know the thing about Colin Colin can get them in bunches 
you know, if he starts getting a hole here and a hole there, I mean, he'll bust off 20. He'll bust off 30. You know, you get a couple of 20, 30-yard runs, it's not likely. But if I had to go, I would say Colin would set his career high more than anybody else on offense. Um, because I do think we'll be able to run the football against him. I do believe that. So you bring up Kylan Hill possibly having a good day on the ground. How much does he get thrown to in this new air raid offense? What's the corner? How much they stop the run? You know, I, I mean, I think is he the best? Is he the best back in the league? Could you make that argument? I think you could. Is there, is, there fan, is there a state fan out there that's sitting there watching this and would not make the argument that you have the best running back in the SEC? If so, I'd like to meet you because I would like for you to explain yourself. I will clear my schedule for you to explain yourself as to why Kylan Hill is not one of the best backs in the league. No, scratch that. The best back in the league. All right, let's talk our way through it. Why would he be the best back in the league? Because he's so versatile. Yes. Because in this offense, he's going to catch the football out of the backfield. So let's, all right, let's tweak the let's tweak the career thing a little bit, talk ourselves through it. I say he has the most all-purpose yards he's had from scrimmage in his career if we win the game. That's another great prediction there. I like that. So that, but but what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not predicting it. Look, man, I'm not, football was my favorite sport. But I'm not real good at predicting it, man. Real, real. I quit betting on it a long time ago because I was real bad at it. <laughs> and, I, and, that's a, and that's a definite fact now. Um, but I just, I'm with you. I think he'll catch it out of the backfield. I think he's going to run it. You know, I think, um, you know, if there's anybody that knows how to use a talent like that, it's going to be Coach Lee. And then go ahead and get him established. Then start letting KJ get into get into the feel of Tiger Stadium, even though it's not really the feel and what have you, seeing what he's doing, and then start picking him apart, you know, late second, you know, early third quarter, and then see where we are in the game. That's a good one there. So we'll talk about uh, – we talked about Kylan Hill right there. We talked a little bit about KJ Costello. You went to say uh, that he is the real deal. Um, it's his first time in the SEC, the first time that he's really been in the air raid system. He studied it a lot when he was at Stanford and would play Coach Leach, and that was where he really uh, became involved with the offense. But now that he's in it, he's got uh, – Coach Leach said they're probably going to throw to about eight or nine different receivers during the year. So he's yes. got all those targets. He's got Kylan Hill that can catch the ball too. How good of a debut do you think K.J. Costello has at Tiger Stadium? I'm, see, I'm, looking, at our, I'm looking at the um, depth chart now. From Steve Robertson, my boy. Thanks, Steve, for getting me up on up to date on things I don't know about about football. Steve Robertson's the dude, man. He's a Mississippi State fan. You want you want to love it, love it like that guy does. Yes. Um, yes. I think Austin Williams is huge. Finally, uh-huh. I really, really, really do. Um, I used to watch Pac-12 games just so to watch Coach Leach's offense. Um, it's just you know, point A to point B. Wes Welker, Danny Amendola. Julia Edelman. It's those matchups. You remember when you used to watch Tecmo? Yes. Or used to play, yes. or not watch Tecmo, you used to play Tecmo? You remember yeah. the 49ers mm-hmm. crossing route? Can't yeah, stop it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's a crossing route or if it's a big, and if you, if you stop it going this direction, that direction. I mean, it's so detailed that on third and four, this guy's going to find that matchup. You know, just like Auburn found Cam running, you know, on third and four, third and five. 
and say all those. It's just it's a matchup and where you can find it. Um, Osiris has always been my guy, though, man. Um, I, I just I, I think he's really, really, really underrated. And like on the on the thing, he's like he's like the number two, and I think that's the best thing that could happen on the depth chart, you know, because I ain't gonna do nothing to make that guy mad. That guy's really, really, really good. Um, you know, we got some guys, you know, we got some JUCO guys, um, some younger guys that are unproven. And the thing is, you got to think about, we had some stuff there. What's coming in is a different eye looking at talent. Man, this is Mike Leach. This is Mike Leach, y'all. This dude's going to be standing over there on Saturday. deciding on third and six. Which one of these receivers that he's recruited can beat this guy that hadn't been on the field for LSU? If we win or lose, I'm in to watch that. I'll yeah. tell you this. These kids in these matchups, the biggest key to the game is us protecting the quarterback. That's the biggest key to the game to me. Because if we can do that, he will find those matchups, and we'll see if these kids can you know, get in positions to where – I tell my kids in basketball all the time. It's just like Coach Williams used to say. You just got to put your people in positions to where they can be successful more than the other people did. That's what LSU did last year. Now, now granted, they had a lot of good people that could do it, but that's what we got to do is find – and and it'll find those matchups if we can protect the quarterback. Maroon Friday show here on Locked On Mississippi State. We've got Bart Heitz with us. We've had a lot of great conversations about why we think Mississippi State is going to pull off the upset. On paper, it's going to be an upset, but I believe Mississippi State is going to pull it off. There's a lot of fun things that I'm just so excited to see. And I mean, I was already excited, Bart, but listening to you talk about that, it's just like, gosh, let's play this thing after we wrap up the show, man. I'm so excited. Uh, I'll get us excited now, but but you got to look. If everybody at the G Tom tent always knows now, I'm the ultimate Mississippi State football optimist. Let's make sure that that stay. But I am. I mean, like, but but this is one that you you know I'm willing to put it out there. It's Mike Leach, man. I'm in. And guess what? My high school mascot, the Winfield City High School Pirates. Destiny. <laughs> All works together, man. All works together. We've got a couple more things we're going to talk about, including one thing that uh, that does make me excited. We talked a little bit about that earlier, but there's another aspect to LSU that I'm very curious to see just how well Mississippi State attacks. Uh, we're also going to be coming up with uh, we're going to be talking about Bulldog defense and our final prediction heading into the game tomorrow at Death Valley. This is Locked On Mississippi State, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. Final segment of the week, Locked On Mississippi State. It is the Maroon Friday show, Mississippi State LSU, coming up tomorrow. And uh, we've talked about K.J. Costello. We've talked about how dynamic and how big of a game Kylan Hill can have. Uh, we also talked about Barch and him, or, uh, Bart Heitch and uh, him playing at LSU and how much he probably would have benefited, which he brought up, you know, the career high. So less people in the stands, even better for everybody at LSU. Nobody in the stands that night. There wasn't nobody in the stands back there would have had my career high. They were terrible. They so, were. They 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 thought about showing up and left in the second quarter. <laughs> uh, but the uh, but the other thing uh, outside of LSU not having any tailgaters, only twenty five percent capacity in the stands. 
is that, uh, and, and it's something that uh, Chris Gordy, he's the host of our Locked On SEC show, our daily SEC show, and he brought this up on his Monday show. He said that I feel that I watched two-thirds of LSU's roster from last year play last Sunday in the NFL. So you lost a lot of people there, including the man Joe Burrow, but a lot of people have opted out too. LSU is pretty much, give or take a play or two, going to have a brand new team on both sides of the ball. How well do you think Mississippi State goes against that, knowing that, one, they don't have a lot of experience, too. They've got to deal with the air raid offense. You'll know real quick. You'll know You'll know real quick when that leather starts popping. You'll know real quick just who, who's a five-star recruit and who's not. Um, which three-star recruits, you know, were under recruitment. Those individual net matchups in a game like this will know real quick because there's no – Everybody's out, everybody's going after it. I mean, and, and, to, and to give a shameless Mississippi State plug, y'all, I mean, I, every game I turn on, and I'm a huge fantasy guy, every game I turn on, there's Mississippi State players everywhere. There is. There really is. Everywhere. I mean, everywhere you look. And the thing is, they're not just out there. You know, a couple of our guys, you know, had a couple. You know, my boy Dancer had a rough rookie day. Slay had a couple plays for you. But our defensive linemen are the team, you know, and I think I think that comes with just a pedigree of continuing to recruit the state of Mississippi. Um, I, I don't think, you know, according to the experts I've talked to, you know, everybody, how's Coach Leach recruiting? How's he not, you know, this year? I mean, I think we'll kind of see that. But point being is, I mean, this is an opportunity. I mean, I remember when I, I remember at the final four year we went to UNC Wilmington to play the Seahawks. And we weren't, we had three scholarship players back. And that's about to, okay. So if three scholarship players, would that be about the same thing as three starters? Whatever. Yeah. Maybe. That's fair. That's fair. There's more people, there's more whatever. Right. These people were going nuts, man. I mean, like, we, we went into the, like, arena. It's a little old bitty arena, and it's just like a – and they beat us. They beat us. Like, UNC Wilmington beat us there. My teammates will remember it. We were kind of just, we were just trying to figure it out. Nobody knows each other, man. Uh, when, when you're – a lot of that comes to, like, how well does your system translate? How well does you – a lot of coaches from LSU that moved on, too. So that's the, – the ingredients are perfect, right? The biggest key to this game – other than the offensive line, we got to get off to a good start. We can't get down and give up a big, like give a three and out, get a penalty early, get in, you know, and, and then punt it and get let them get it at fifty and just make things easy for them and what have you, you know. And, and that's when you hope that just experience shows up, you know. And our, yeah. we got to our offense is experienced, man. They really, really are. And so if things start going right, I, just, I, I don't see why this can't be. Um, just like it was when we went down there in 2014. One in 14, isn't that the right year? I get my years confused now. The, uh, the Prescott <laughs> year, yeah. I, know I should know that, but my years still get confused now. You know, I've lost a lot of hair, folks. So you can see <laughs> That's a lot of hair to go to, even in 14. But um, I, I, I just – you'll know as a player real quick if you're supposed to be on that field or not. And I just think a lot of those battles – I think we're going to be in more than we think we are in those individual, you know, one-on-one, 11-at-a-time battles. I really do. 
Final thing before we let you go, Bart, on the Maroon Friday of Locked On Mississippi State. Just your final your final score prediction plus the keys to Mississippi State getting out of Death Valley with a win. No turnovers. Can't turn the ball over. Can't turn the ball over down there at all. It's always the biggest key. Um, you you just you can never do that. Whether it's football, basketball, you you can't turn it over down there and win games. Um, I think special teams is a big deal. I think we have some experience on special teams. I think you'll see some, some special teams plays that matter um, here and there. You know, obviously, the, it's it's. I think the game comes down to a touchdown field goal, Taylor, um, either way. And I think what I mean by that is I think you could have a 10-point game either way, hopefully us, but I think you could have a 10-point game going into the fourth quarter. You know, somebody scores two touchdowns, somebody. But I just I, – I, I do not think this game is going to be a blowout. Um, Prediction-wise, you know, it's going early in the season. You know, and, and I don't I, I don't know – I don't know how good we're going to be. I don't know how good anybody's going to be. I'm going Mississippi State 37, LSU 35. Oh, man. We're going to be on the edge of our seat Saturday, aren't we? I mean, why would I not Why would I not predict something like that? You know, just yeah, so everybody right. wants yeah. to turn me wrong. And then when it's like, and then when it's like 57 to – 57, you know, in the third overtime, everybody's going to be like, man, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be edge-of-your-seat action no matter what. And I think that's uh, not only for the score-wise, but offense-wise, we're going to see a lot of brand-new things. We're going to see some attacking on that LSU defense. It's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Really wish that I could just uh, stop this recording, upload it, and Mississippi State and LSU would be taking the field right now. But we've got to wait just a little while longer. Uh, Saturday at 2.30, Mississippi State, LSU. It's finally here, guys. Coming up tomorrow at 2.30, CBS. Uh, Going to be fun. Uh, Bart Hyatt's joining Yes, there we go. Go dogs. Hell State. Do it all. Uh, Bart, where can people find you on social media? Same as always, at bheights22 on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. That's B-H-Y-C-H-E-2-2. And then just Bart Heights on Facebook. I'm, I'm pretty good about getting back with folks, whether it be uh, you know basketball comments, football comments, whatever, or just live comments, man. I just like to talk to people. And, uh, and man, this is fun. Um, it's, fun. it's fun to get started. I'm ready to get the football season started, you know. And, uh, and let's get some normalcy, Tyler. Yes, normalcy, something that we've uh, we've been wanting for so long, and it just seems like we're finally going to get it. Practices have been different. Uh, Coach Leach hasn't been able to spend as much time with the players. Even in a normal year, hasn't gotten to spend as much time with the players as he has. And when those players get on the plane, they fly down to Baton Rouge, they do their walkthroughs, they go to the hotel, they get up on Saturday, they take the bus trip to Baton Rouge, all of that's going to go away for about grand total seven or eight hours and that's going to be good for everybody it is i mean it's i can't speak to it man um i can't speak to what these kids are going to be feeling i was talking to a guy today uh, or yesterday actually um his kids a, a freshman to university of alabama you know and, and he made the statement to me he, uh that his kid had told him that this is not really college dad you know i can't relate to that it was always college to me. Yes. Anybody knows? Same here. Right? You know, so, so, but like, 
It is a different time for the kids. Um, they are a little on an island. That's what I want everybody to understand. You know, you're, you're much more on an island in sports when the fans are not there. Um, it's much more of a practice setting. And, uh, and so it'll be, I mean, you're, you're going to have some young kids Saturday going at it, man. And, uh, and it's just going to be so good for them to get out and just go compete. I do worry about injury like you're seeing in the NFL. Um, I, don't be surprised if you start seeing a lot of injuries here and there just because you're not able to do the same stuff that you do. For these kids to get out and compete, that's what that, that's why they're in school at these places, man. And, uh, and this is their passion, and this is our passion, and so we're, we're all going to share it together, and it's going to be great. It's going to be normal. Locked on Mississippi State on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Locked on Miss State, M-I-S-S-S-T, on both Twitter and Instagram. We love to interact with you during the game on Saturday. Don't hesitate to hit us in the mention or in our DMs. Or you can send us an email after the game and just tell us how excited you were after watching a Mississippi State win at LSU. That's Locked on Mississippi State at gmail.com. You can follow my personal Twitter account at Taylor Jones with two underscores at the end at Taylor Jones underscore underscore. And, of course, follow Bart Heights on Twitter as well. Uh, looking forward to a happy Monday show and uh, recapping everything that happened in Baton Rouge a couple of days before that. So, until then, have a fun weekend, everybody. Hell State, let's get a win on Saturday. Oh.